Hi, everyone. Okay, so I am back with Tali. She was on here a couple weeks ago, just around the holidays. So since then, which I love, I have so many people that make comments down below. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, great. Please leave comments. Give me your questions. I'll always ask them to her the next time I talk to her because this is episode two and we're going to keep going. If you have never been to this channel, thank you for coming. I'd love you to subscribe to me so you can see what happens with Tali as we go. I mean, hopefully we'll be able to talk to her over the next, I don't know, five years. We'll see what happens if I'm still alive by then. Uh, but it's nice to see a story of a human going through what the hell. Um, so anyway, I've got some questions that people have asked that they complained about. And I thought, oh, this is interesting. That's never happened before. But <laughs> as long as you're happy and complaining, it doesn't matter. You're interested. And this is someone else's life. And this is someone else's story. And this someone came to me for help. And I've been helping her. And this is how we're going to do it. Because I thought, she thought it'd be a fun idea. And I said, I've never done it before, but let's give it a go. So, <laughs> Tali, say hello. I haven't talked to you hello. in a couple of weeks. Hello. How are you going? I'm going good. Um, okay. So can I get right into the questions? Go for it. Okay. So last time we talked, we found out that you met your future husband at 18, 19 online? Yeah. yeah. Okay. About 19, yeah. So the question is, did you? what were your parents like? Did you know maybe talking to a married man online was not a good idea? Um, I didn't tell my parents. <laughs> What was your upbringing like? Was your were your parents married? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. My parents have been together since I were fourteen years old. Um, high school sweethearts. Um, as I said, a Greek background. So um, I didn't tell them really that uh, my husband had been married until after we had sort of started to get romantically involved. Basically, okay. um, they actually took it pretty well. Um, I thought they would flip out being very old school. Oh, not, they're not old school at all. They're actually very hip and happening, but, um, you know, just the whole stigma of being their young daughter, being with someone that had been married. So yeah, um, yeah it's it was different though. Cause tricky. he wasn't, it wasn't like he was married 20 years. He was married. No, 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 no. Like five. Th yeah. Three or four ish. Yeah. About that. Okay. Yeah. So that, that, so for all the listeners listening out there, when you're married to three, one year, it's not like, you know, sometimes we make mistakes. So mm -hmm. in the situation of Tali, was she a horse face? Because that's what people are saying. She was a horse face. Why didn't you recognize that from the start? And I'm like, oh, ho a horse face is someone who intentionally knows what's happening and chooses. And I don't, he was out of town. You were 18, 18, 19. Mm -hmm. And I mean, come on, let's be real. When I was 18, I was a shithead. I didn't know what I was doing. I made bad choices. 18-year-olds yeah. today are even worse. They don't really have good communication skills. So, of course, you didn't know what was happening. You were yeah. dumb. 18-year-olds are stupid. Sorry, yeah. they are. I have two yeah. of them. I've had yeah. one, and now I have one now. So yeah. they're not – I mean, they're wonderful children, but they just don't make good choices because they're young and they're learning. So I'm sure I'm just going to speak for you just so we can get past this because I've yep. got to get this question answered. It was yep. asked by many people. So you, at the age of 18, talking to some guy online, he's telling you he's married, and you're like, ah, all right, whatever, let's talk, I'm fine. You didn't think yeah. anything of it. And that's right. what I want to make clear. Um, yeah. And then you end up marrying this guy, and now you have a family, and then yeah. you have an affair. 
And yeah. you were able to get through that affair with your loving, mm-hmm. caring husband. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. So those are the parts where, you know, people are like, wait a minute, how can you be talking to her? This is the things that have happened to her. But it's like, this is real life. Mm-hmm. You were someone who cheated. You got through it with your husband. We are not perfect people. And the reason people cheat is because they don't have the tools to go to their partner and say, listen, I'm feeling kind of yucky. I'm feeling like you're not giving me attention. I'm feeling kind of needy. No one knows how to say that. And there are ways of saying it. And that's what I teach. And you know that. But Mm. in this case, now you know everything. Now you're pretty (laughs) versed. Um, So let's keep going. So where did we leave off last time? I think. Uh, So he, well, um, where did we leave off? I think we were just going into Christmas. So um, he's since left. Um, he's in a New Orleans, New Orleans is how they say it. New Orleans. Say yeah, it. Say left. it like a. Say it like an Australian. Like an Aussie, New yeah. Orleans. No, it's not. So that's that's how we say it here. That's how everyone else says it, except if they live in New Orleans. It's actually New Orleans. Say that. Let me see. Let me hear that accent. Say that. New Orleans. Yeah, that's it. Okay. People think I'm crazy. Yeah. Okay, so he's. So yes, he there. left. Yes, he left about two days ago. So yeah, I'm trying to what keep was myself the together. Like? Um, leading up to the goodbye, uh, quite a few things happened, um, which you're going to love, Laurie, because uh-huh. <laughs> okay. my story just gets so much more interesting. Um, we spend a quite a lot of time together before he left with the kids and even just me and him. He, remember I said he's, uh, been an atheist for 20 odd years. So mm. his first marriage was, um, kind of pushed on him through religion and, church and the girl he dated at church he had to then get married and whatnot um he left religion back then uh so he's told me he started praying for himself and he's praying for me and the children which I thought was huge because he hasn't been praying um we had some pretty just conversations where he started to open up a bit um and what did he say um he said he doesn't love himself he said he hates the way he's been the last two years um he said working from home and probably COVID as well really ruined him uh don't forget we're in Melbourne so we had uh, the world's longest lockdown we had about three three hundred odd days over two years that we were stuck indoors um he said he just hates who he's become. He hates this angry version of himself. So he's really just going to go and use his time to sort himself out. Um, and then he looked at me and said, can you put your coffee down? I want to tell you something. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> get ready. Um, he told me that he had cheated on me um, before bomb drop. I don't know when before bomb drop, but he said it was a couple of years ago. So I'm not sure if I mentioned through the last episode but from the moment he dropped his bomb his main reason for not wanting to try and fight and fix our marriage was because of um, one of the main reasons he kept going back to along with all the other little bits and pieces um, was because of what I did years ago Um, and like I said in the last episode we'd moved past that he'd never brought it up but probably about six months before bomb drop he'd start to drink and bring it up and all of a sudden we're going he's bringing up stuff from years ago and I couldn't figure it out but now it just all makes sense but I spent about 
10 months of 2023 just blaming myself for what I did and feeling absolutely horrible. So it was um, kind of relieving to know that it wasn't me <laughs> um, and what I did. And uh, he told, he kept saying, you're going to be so angry at me. And I'm actually not angry at him because um, I've been in that position and I know what it feels like. Um, I never thought he'd tell me because he's very good at keeping secrets lately. But, um, yeah, that was pretty hard to take. Um, I don't know anything about it. He won't tell me anything about it, um, which is nothing I can do. Is it uh, over? Yeah, well, I assume it's over because he said it, it, was, it happened, it was a once-off or whatnot. But he keeps saying that, you know, I'm talking to women. <laughs> no, is that what he says? Women. women. So he had this one-off with this lady. What is a Suppos- one-off? Like- Supposedly. I don't know. It might not have been a one-off. It might have been, it may have been a horse face that spiralled and led to him deciding to end things and drop, drum, drop his bomb. And I imagine it, I don't know a lot, but I imagine she may have even been the person he was sending photos of himself to when I busted him. Um, Probably. Yeah. It, yeah, it was... It was hard to hear. Um, I think I'm okay with it. I've got the last few days have been so emotional since he left, so I, I keep pulling out my crystal ball, <laughs> which I shouldn't. Where is that thing? <laughs> at the moment, living by my bedside because I seem to always pull it out at night. Um, <laughs> um, Tell everyone yeah, the, what a crystal ball is. <laughs> it's when you start to imagine oh what if he's doing this now and what if he's doing that now what if this person looks like this now so is that a good thing to do or a bad thing to do no no it spirals you it's what Um, it spirals you it spirals you why does it spiral you it just sends you down a, a rabbit hole imagining all these possible scenarios which may just not really be happening and eventuate and which are made up in your head and so what should you do with the crystal ball I really should put it in the bin, to be honest. <laughs> I think you should throw it but in the yeah. trash and step yeah. on it. Burn yeah. it. Yeah. No crystal um, <laughs> So okay. going back going back to the goodbye, Yeah. the kids wanted to take him to the airport, drove him to the airport, hugged him, didn't cry, said, I hope you have a wonderful time. I hope you're happy. You um, said that? Good. Yeah. The morning of, he kept saying to me, oh, I want you to, you know, live your life and you know, I'm going to date people over there, so I don't want you to be lonely. And I just said to him, I'm not going to be lonely. I've got the kids. I've got my family. I've got friends. I said, we're great. We're going to be good. <laughs> um, I would have you. I would have rather you just say, oh, yeah, I'm good. Don't, he doesn't need to know all the details. Yeah. Have a little bit of mystery. Mystery's yeah. good. So he um, calls you. Are you dating anyone? I'm having a blast. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't answer the question. Be mysterious. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that was hard. I mean, again, when you start to hear, oh, I'm going to date people, you think, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> I have an itch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, he's the last few days before he left, he was great. It was like I saw glimpses of my old husband and he was starting to open up a little bit, which mm. he hasn't done. He wasn't getting angry or anything. His self-esteem is like 
low, really low. Um, I took the kids away for a few days and came back and he was painting the fence and he was topless. And I just walked out and said, oh, thank you so much for doing that. Oh, you look good. Because I haven't seen him without a shirt on for so long. Oh, boy, did he get angry when I told him he looked good. I was like, wow. What happened? (laughs) He just said, no, don't say that. No, I look terrible and I look horrible. Look at this. No, no, just don't say that. I was like, no, but you do. You look really good. Um, But, yeah, he's... Yeah, his self-esteem is just shot to pieces. It's hard because as his wife, I've always complimented him. I've always loved the way he looks, whether he's when he was 20, whether he was 30. Um, so I guess the hard part is knowing that there's other women out there complimenting him, him and he can take that. But for me, he's just like. It's painful. Oh, so he just got there's angry. a lot of pain. Do you understand that? There's mm. a lot of shame because he yeah. knows what he did. Mm, and regardless of what you did before, he, he he's living in a different head. So it's still shameful because he's got kids. He's got to be a dad. He's got to be the leader. He's got to be the role model. And Mm. he's made some bad choices, which doesn't look good in front of your kids' eyes. Yeah, I know. And he blamed me a lot for it. So I'm I'm hard to take. Um, But Everything's your fault. Yeah, I know. And look, I don't know. (laughs) Of course, I'll take it all. Um, I don't know whether him having the affair triggered his midlife crisis or work or I, don't, I actually don't know what triggered it but yeah he's got a lot of work to do on himself which I can now see so um yeah he probably hasn't picked the best path to do it but that's the choices he's made I guess so mm-hmm. it's hard so he's going so have you talked to him he's been out there two days he's been out there two days he's facetimed the kids um I was just busy doing some stuff um He's been sending messages. Oh, he's been sending photos, actually, lots of photos between me and the kids um, of his place. And, you know, this morning he sent a photo of how it was raining. And, yeah, so. How do you um, respond to that? The kids are hopeless at responding. (laughs) So. Are you on that group chat? I miss that. Yeah, I am on that group chat. Just me, him and the two kids. Okay. I want you to respond in there. I do. I'm the only one that's responding. <laughs> so um, I like photos. I, you know, just, you know, say, oh, that looks really cool. Um, yeah. The kids don't respond. They're hopeless. You know what kids are like. They just start to get busy with life. Are they mad my, at him? So my daughter's really angry at him at the moment. Um, Remind everyone how old she is. She's about to turn 15. Um, Terrible age to lose a dad. Yeah, she's very mature for her age. Um, and since all this went down, she's become very close to my younger brother, who's 39, and his wife. Um, they unfortunately couldn't have kids. So she's become really close to him. Okay. Really cl- And he's in a, my, my brother is an amazing Oh, yeah, we person. talked about this. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast. Okay. Yeah. So huge. Make sure they get together quite often, or make sure uh, you have them over for dinner a lot. My daughter is with him about four times a week at the moment. He's okay. um, He plays ice hockey and Ooh. he's very, very good at it. Ooh. And he's bought her a hockey bag and she started ice hockey right around when Bond Drop happened. And we actually went and watched her first game. My husband came. I'm just shocked that he actually came. Um, a couple of just two days before we flew out. So they've really, yeah, they've really bonded. So my daughter's very angry, which I've recently found out that she was in the car with my husband. This is another God wink. (laughs) These midlife crisis people, they just unravel their life. Um, 
she was in the car with my husband and they'd been to the gym and he jumped out to get something and left his car in the phone and she saw that um, something had popped up on Instagram um, on my husband's phone, a a notification from a message from a a Misty or something, and she told my brother this. So she couldn't see anything. So she's been saying to my brother, I think Dad's got other women and I think maybe he's moving away to be with other women and my brother just diffuses it. And, look, she goes and sees a psychologist who she's also told. So they're the only two people. So my brother's indirectly told me accidentally. but my husband doesn't, well, as far as me and my daughter knew, my husband never had Instagram. So that was a big thing for her because she said, I don't think dad ever had Instagram, so I don't know what's going on. So, yeah, but I just diffused it. I said, look, don't worry about it. It's just dad. He's going through something. Um, just leave it because it's it's too much for a 15-year-old to be involved in this. It's just too mm. much. They can't understand it. She just said to me yesterday we were driving in the car I said, how are you going? She said, I'm good. She goes, I'm glad dad's not around because I hate seeing him the way he's been for the last year. So That's right. Um, yeah, so which is sad, but I think there's been some pretty big damage that he can't see that's been done between him and his daughter right now and probably his son as well. Um, but, and she is so lucky to have your brother. It's huge. Yeah. The kids just need a role model. It doesn't have to be dad. Everyone thinks, mm. oh, that's, no, dad's missing. That's why we have family. We have other people that take over that role. I'm so yeah. glad. Encourage your brother and just keep telling him thank you. Yeah. Especially they don't have kids. Maybe, I mean, I'm way seeking ahead, but, you know, who knows who will walk her down the aisle if she ever gets married. Maybe your brother could take her halfway. <laughs> 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 or whatever. She- they could do it together. She loves him and he's a beautiful person. He's the sort of man that will never have a midlife crisis. He loves his life. He's got hobbies. He talks about emotions. I remember right when my husband dropped the bomb, he just looked at me and said, he's having a midlife crisis. He He did? Yep. He said, I've seen my friends go through it. He said, I've talked my friends off the edge of leaving their wives over it. He goes, he's having a midlife crisis. Did your brother talk to him? Tried to multiple times, what tried happened? to reach out to him. He just said, no, nah, don't want to talk. Yeah. So yeah. unfortunately my husband pushed a lot of people away, a lot of people, a lot of mutual friends tried to reach out to him. He just isolated himself. Um, I think mm-hmm. he spoke to his family a bit, um, but, uh, you know, I don't know how close all their bond was. Um, his parents. To- yeah. Yeah. His parents and stuff. Yeah. Okay, I think we were having a little bit of technical difficulties that we solved. Thank goodness for our engineer. Um, so if, if th- we repeat things, we're sorry. But um, just to be clear, your brother is a super hot hockey player <laughs> in Australia, <laughs> and he has become a father figure to your daughter, and we want to yeah. be grateful for him and yeah. pray for him that he does a good job. So I want you to make sure you tell your brother how happy you are that he's mm-hmm. taken on that role. That's huge. And we, I think we were talking about how your daughter, um, she's glad he's gone. Yeah, she made that comment. Yeah, she said she doesn't like the way he's been the last year, just drinking and playing video games and just sort of stuck in this loop. And my husband made the comment that he hated who he'd been the last year. He felt like a hermit and he wants to get his life back and socializing back and stuff like that. So yeah, it's um, okay. So 
see how that selfish part of them is, the MLC man? It's like, I want to get my life back. I want to start socializing. I need to get out of my shell. But none of it has to do with my wife and kids. Right now. Later, yes. Right now, no. Um, Okay, so we started to talk a little bit about, or I wanted to ask you about his parents. Mm. Tell me about his parents. I think we talked about them last time. I'm not sure, but let's review. So um, he's got an, his parents are Christian, so they're Anglican religion, which I think is more like Church of England. Yeah, he hated that. Okay. Um, Three kids, right? They have three three kids. kids. Your husband's one of them. Okay. My husband's the youngest. Um, He's got a brother that's five years older and a sister that's seven years older. Um, And... Look, they're beautiful people. They just keep out of everyone's way. They don't like getting involved in anyone's business. Um, so they kind of step back a lot. Um, but my husband has made comments in the past that, you know, you, there's my family's very open with emotions and talking. And growing up, you know, I'd see my mum and dad fight and then they'd make up and you just go, oh, cool, okay, whatever. Um, he never saw his family, his parents fight. He said if they ever fought, it was always behind closed doors. And, um, but yeah, they're, they're, they're lovely people. I've just got nothing against them, but, um. How do they treat him now that he's done what he's done? Do they know? Um, he did. Apparently he opened up to, well, he told them, I don't know how much he's told them, to be honest with you. Um, I think he'd have a lot of shame and I don't think he would have revealed everything, um, with what he's done for this whole midlife crisis and leaving and moving away, they just said, oh, you know, you do what you need to do and what makes you happy, you know. Maybe it will be good for you to leave. So very, very <coughs> different. <coughs> Fleshy. It's got to be three Fleshy. or ten. Um, yeah. Isn't that interesting? Very different upbringing to my – very different sort of mentality to my family, which is – you know, just do what you can to, you know. Keep the family my, together. My my mum has had many uh, many discussions with him, like she's a mother to him, and she's like, Ooh. what are you doing? Why are you leaving? She said, if you don't like your job, quit your job, get a new job here. So she talks to him very openly, and he used to always say that my mum was, he, he felt like my mum was a mum to him, and he used to be very open and talkative with her. Um, but over the years, that's the last couple of years, that's all gone, so... um. Yeah, it's – I don't know whether how much support he has. I know his sister has been in his – has been his support a lot. I don't – I don't agree with her. Okay. You can you can be open here. No one's going to hear it except for anyone on our – on my channel. Um, so his sister has been married three times? She's been married twice. twice. Um, she's and, an expert. But she's, yeah. But she's had multiple partners. Like she just – He's one of these women since she's been divorced, she just chops and changes. And um, my husband used to make fun of that, but um, yeah, so be it. Here but, we are. Okay, yeah, so, she, we, so we've pretty much, so, are you, so the question is, does he like his parents? Yeah, he loves his parents. Everyone okay. Lo- loves How parents. often do you stay in touch with his parents? Um, I always message them photos of the kids or videos of like our daughter's competition because she does um, – She's a like does very high um, competitive aerobics, <laughs> very weird. Um, so I message him all. I message his mum all the time with stuff like that. Do they live far? 
Yeah, they live in Sydney, so they're oh, interstate. So we don't we don't see them very often. Um, we used to see them sort of once or twice a year, and um, in COVID we'd always talk via FaceTime. But yeah, they don't really. How often much. do you text her? Um, not very often. They don't text me. They've they've not really. It's not about me, texting you. Yeah. This is a yeah. one. This is this is about you staying in touch with them. They're old. They don't know how yeah. to text. If they don't know how to text, they still don't know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. And most older people or even people in general won't reach out. They're like, well, they're not reaching out to me, so I'm not going to reach out to them. <laughs> and we're not yeah. playing that game. You're going to yeah. text them. I want you to yeah. say hi to them at least once a week. Yeah. And yeah. if you call them with the kids in the car, maybe you're driving to the sports arena and you're like, hey, let's call Granny. Call them up. Hey, we're in the car just thinking about you. Yeah. So I got to do two minute phone call. I'm going to have just, to because the kids won't do it. They're hopeless. Right. So, oh, it's always yeah. you. Even the kids will never do it. Mom started. You are the temperature. You're mm. the glue. You're yep. the family glue. Yes, he went over there. Bye-bye. Over here, you keep everything going and make sure and reach out to his sister. Reach mm. out to his brother. Just say, hey, I'm here. If you're ever down here, come by and see us. You know, if we're ever up there, I just don't want to lose touch with you because I think you're wonderful. You can always tell people you think they're wonderful because they'll never doubt you <laughs> because they're not in your head. They're not in your head and they don't really know if you think they're wonderful or not. So I do think they're you, wonderful. They are then wonderful. Tell them. People, tell them. I think I'm still a bit angry at his sister for steering my husband. For what? Way. Give me, give me, let's talk about that. You're angry uh, at your sister for steering her the wrong my way. My sister-in-law. My sister. Sorry, your sister. I know. Sorry, I screwed that up. You're SIL. You're angry with her yeah. for steering her. And how exactly are you sure, 100% sure that she pushed him that way? Um, my husband's made some comments um, probably about six months ago. And he doesn't remember making these comments. It's so funny because every time I bring it up, you know. No, hold on it. a second. People just entered into the office. Hey, Brad, I'm on a call. <laughs> this has to be real and this has to be live. Okay, sorry about that. Okay, so that's all right. Maybe down the track, my husband will walk past. I know, I know. You just gotta love people and keep going. I can't afford Um, a high studio, but okay. Um, Yeah. So so, um, he made. He was. It was very. It was probably about six months after bomb drop. He's like, I've spoken to my sister, and she told me that I will find love again, and I'll learn to fall in love with someone else. (laughs) And then, and then. Probably about three or four months ago, she came to drop some stuff off when she was down in town and she asked me how I was and I said, I'm not, this is not good. I love your brother and I want us to work it out. She said, oh, you know, like when I got divorced the second time, you, there comes a point where you just have to let them go in your heart. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Does she have kids? <laughs> yeah, she has adult kids. So, um, From it's which just, marriage? First. So I think she was at the first one for many years like 15 and then the second one for like two something ridiculous like that did she Um, have an affair is that why she got married the second time I don't know but the second marriage came pretty quick after the breakup so um I don't know I I don't know make up one there okay um yeah that sucks it just it's hard when people aren't on your team and that's probably the biggest thing in all of this and this is the thing that I've I've struggled with a lot is you feel very alone doing this because so many people are not on your team. Um, my family are, have been really good and supportive, but they also get in my head and are like, you don't need this, you deserve better. So it's really hard to 
So hard. It's so hard. Yeah, and and it may, everyone wants to protect you. Everyone's like, oh no, you're going to be okay. Everyone, it's like when a child dies, people come to you and say, oh, it's, you know, God's, God's choice, God's choice. And you know, people who have lost children hate when people say this is God's plan. It's like, wait, yeah. what? And they get mad. So it's the same thing with someone who has a husband go away. It's like you can't say those things to them to them because that bugged me too. It's like I want people to say, do you want to back? If you want to back, I'll cheer on for you. If you don't, then we'll say, fuck you. What do you want? But nobody asks. (laughs) They just make this assumption that you need to move on and find someone else. And that's why everyone does that. Yeah, I know. Because no one says, wait, hold on a second. What happened? What can you do? Get it back? Let's go. How do we do that? So I'm glad glad you found me because that's what we're going to do. And mm. it's going to take a little while because he's out of the country and he can't be like driving over to see you in the middle of the night. So, yeah, it's okay. So back to your sister-in-law. Um, yeah. I want you to see her. Yeah. I want you to at least talk to her. I yeah. want her to see what hope looks like. I don't mm. want you to say what you're doing. I don't want you to talk about it, but I want you to have a relationship with her. Where does she live? They're all in Sydney. She's in Sydney too? In Sydney. Okay. Mm. Reach all, out to I her. and. All you got to do is maybe once a month, put it on your calendar. January, call sister-in-law. February, call sister-in-law. Put it on your calendar and just reach yeah. out. Again, two minutes. Hey, the kids and I are in the car. Just wanted to say hi, aunt. Whatever her name is. Hi, aunt so-and-so. We are just thinking about you, hoping you're good. She'll be like, oh, thank you for calling me. Yeah. Click. Yeah. Next month, same thing. Hey, just wanted to say hi. Yeah. Okay. Can you do that? Yeah. That's yeah, what well, I do. That's what yeah, means I do being message. the glue. Yeah, okay. I do message Her? and I do like a message for Christmas and New Year and stuff like that. So, yeah. That's two times in two weeks. Let's spread it out. <laughs> it know. doesn't count. I know. I know. It doesn't count. Once a month. <laughs> yeah. For everyone who's listening, this is not a typical podcast. This is more of like a coaching call. So, and I'm very bossy. That's okay. Because I, I know, I I know what it. I'm doing and you need it. So I want I you to call it. her. And yeah. is she the greatest person on the planet? Maybe, maybe not. It's not about that. It's about she's family. And when you have family, you have to say hi to her, especially if you want your husband back. If you never wanted to see him again, you don't have to call her. Yeah. But if you do, you keep up family connections. You have to. Yeah. Someone has to do that. Someone, Because what's going to happen is when your husband comes home and he starts talking about you, she'll be like, She's amazing. She's called me every month for the past 12 months. I really like her. That's what we want. Because then you're building your family. Because you don't know if you're going to live in Melbourne forever. You might move back up to Sydney. And now your kids know you're good friends with their aunt. That's important. Yeah. It really is. What is so let's talk about why you're mad at her. Um, I'm not mad at her. It, I wouldn't say it's mad. It's just more disappointment. Like I said, that she's not on my team. She's been through something herself and, you know, she, um, she did, she had a partner a couple of years ago who she was very in love with, who unfortunately passed away. So, um, mm. it's just, you know, how fragile life can be and how much it's, how love is literally everything and family. So, you know, why, if you've been on that side, I'm just disappointed that, she, like I say, she's not on our team. And I, I just feel she like I'm be. carrying it on my own, uh, on my own at the moment. I'm, you the only per, I'm on my husband's team and I'm on my own team and that's it. <laughs> yep. So, and look, I've got amazing friends um, 
I've got amazing friends. I've got one or two really good friends that are just have got my back on this. Um, and, but yeah, you, you do have to be careful who you talk to and what you say to people. And, um, because there's a lot of people that have a lot of opinions. Yes. So let's go back to your sister-in-law. She's going to have her mind blow out of her head when he comes home and things go back to normal. Mm. Trust me. That happened to me. All these doubters. And I was like, oh my gosh, why can't people see what I see? Why Mm. can't it? But they can't. They've never been through it. If people saw what I teach and what we're doing, no one would get divorced or very Mm. few people would get divorced, but nobody sees that. So you're going to be the example to all your friends, to all your neighbors, to your sister-in-law, brother-in-law, and his parents. And of course, she doesn't think this is possible. Mm. You only know what you know. I don't want to say she's stupid, but she doesn't, she doesn't see what could be. Yeah. And they don't, they don't, they don't know, they don't know my husband like I know him. I've lived with him. They haven't lived with him for, you know, what? 40 odd years so they they're not in his life day in day out they don't know that this man that I've seen for the last two years is not him this is this is not him and it's not my fault and it's not the kids fault and it's not our home or our family's fault there's something going on there but they just can't see it they just it's almost like they just brush it under the rug and be like yep okay you go off be happy elsewhere that's going to help you but it's it's not going to help him I know it's not going to help him yeah, but they don't know what to do. No one knows yeah. what to do. And that's no, no. for anyone listening who has family members who go, oh, just move on. It's just humor them because they don't know what they're doing and they don't know what they're talking about. Mm. You can get someone back. You can. And I believe that to my core. There are some people I will say, no, move on. But <laughs> I'm honest when I hear their yeah. stories. But for you, I definitely think he's coming back. We just have to get him through this hump. Yeah. I know. And you guys and are me, still young. Uh, yeah. And to me, even just the fact that he has opened up and told me that he also cheated before bomb drop and stuff like that, to me, I'm just, I look at it as, I could dwell on it and be angry at it, but I just look at it as awesome. He's honest. Let's just win. This old marriage can't happen anymore. It's done. It's died when he dropped his bomb. So to me, it has to be something new and honest and I just see that as just such a good foundation. But, yeah, he can't see any of that, obviously. Mm. So I've just got to <laughs> build my own foundations for now, I guess. So, yeah. so how's your son? How old is he? He's, no, how is he? Well, how, how old is he? is he? Tell everyone how old he is. Um, he's 12. He's <laughs> almost 13. He's an angry little teen, about to be an angry little teenager. Yeah. Is he so mad at his dad too? Um, yeah, but I think he keeps a lot of it internal. Um, he's had a Gotta few Got to get that out. He needs to start playing issues. hockey. Yeah. So we've actually, again, my amazing brother bought him a three month membership for Christmas to a boxing gym. So, cause he's been bullied a bit at school and whatnot. So, um, he doesn't want to play hockey and my daughter doesn't want him to play hockey because she said that's her thing with my brother and sister-in-law because my sister-in-law plays too. She's very good. They're, they're like this. They just play hockey. They do, they love their hockey life. And the best part is my brother's friends that play hockey because he's started his own little league. They're all men and women sort of mid-30s. Some are older, some are in their 40s, and they all go out after hockey and go for dinner. Hardly any of them drink. 
they just sit there and have dinner and chat and they look after my daughter like she's their daughter and she just loves it. So every Saturday night she comes through the door at like 1am because they've been playing hockey for three hours and then they've gone and hung out for a couple of hours. So she's just, she's just loving life. It's so good. I'm so happy for her. So back to your son, he's going to start boxing. Yes. And hopefully they got his anger out in there. Yeah. Yeah. What does he say about dad? I don't, I, I've tried to talk to him and he doesn't want to talk about it. He's just like, oh, well, we'll see him in April. So that's another thing. Remember last time you were telling me I should just say, hey, how about I take the kids over and drop them off to you? Well, I did that and it worked. So, uh, <laughs> and the best part is my best friend who lives around the corner from me, which is one of my support. Um, she's got kids the same age. She's originally from Texas. She said, Hey, I'm going to be back there in in April too with the boys. So come hang out with me in Waco. So, um, yeah, I'll probably go hang out with her for a bit, which is awesome. Um, I don't know whether the kids will be with me or not because my husband doesn't know how much leave he's going to have and whatnot, but. Wow. Well, that's really good. I'm so glad. So, so the trip to the United States is good. Have you been here before? Yeah, I've been a few times. Okay, Okay, good. So you know what you're doing. Okay, is there anything else we need to hear from your side that you want to share with everybody? Because we're following your story. Um, No, I think a lot's happened. Um, I'm okay. It's that last two days been hard, but I'm okay. I've got good support with a few people that are going through this. So, yeah. Good. But he's been, um, he your, had your, been... your wives, <laughs> your wives what? have been, your wives, some of your wives have been my absolute rock in the last few days. Oh, on the group with. community. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So fun yeah. there. Um, for yeah. those of you who are listening, I have a video series that, um, it's kind of an educational to get through this. If you need to know about it, let me know. Um, but there is a community site on there, which is amazing. Sometimes there's Hundreds of people in there. Sometimes there's four. So it just depends on how active people are. But people will follow your story if you post something. It's really cool. But it's secret. So nobody nobody else can poke their head in there unless they're part of it. Um, that's really good. And the other part that's so funny is you said your wives. And I'm like, if I'm in public, I'm like, oh, yeah, well, my wife said. And people are like, isn't that your husband? Like, what do you mean your wife? I'll say that. I'm like, well, the wives. Yeah. Anyway, it's uh, my We're wives. all your wives. Well, you, there's husbands as well there, but yeah. It's funny. Um, but okay, so I really want to get everything out that we need to know. Um, prior to him leaving and the interaction you guys would have, he was still living at home, right? No, he was living over at the above grandma's house. When he yep. would come yep. over, did you cook for him? Yep. He'd okay. come and join us family, for dinner. Family dinners? Okay. Yep. We played board games. Me and him watched Top Gun Maverick a couple of nights before he left, just the two that's of us. That's distracting. And- <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, Maverick. Yeah, that's a good movie. Um, okay. We've seen it before, but like wow. we, we did stuff like we'd sit at the dinner table together. We'd, yeah, it was like. Oh, it's so. Yeah, go ahead. It was like, tell me. It's, it, it was like I was seeing glimpses of him, the old him sort of trying to come through. But then. Have you ever seen his eyes go black? Mm. Yeah, yeah. For, okay. yeah. Since Bond. Tell, tell us about that. What do you know about that that I've showed shared with you? Let you tell everybody. What is the yes. what do the black eyes mean? Yeah, well, <laughs> I feel like someone's stolen his soul, basically. Mm-hmm. But um around about bomb drop or just before. Actually, I look back at photos now a couple of weeks before bomb drop and I can see it in it then. But yeah, 
for a good part of this whole year, the eyes just change. It's like they're soulless. They've just, they're just almost possessed or something. Um, I've started to see his eyes come back probably the last couple of weeks before he's left. Um, and probably just because I've just been following your advice and just being safe and just being me and being happy. And, um, but yeah, the eyes, I didn't really know much about it until I started to do a lot of reading and whatnot. And yeah, the eyes are the, it's just very, and my friend had seen him a few times and she's like, wow, there's something doesn't look right here. She, she, she couldn't pick it up, but she's like, he just looks very, like someone's unplugged him from life, like very detached from the world. So, Yeah, isn't that interesting? You can see yeah. it. Like I go to this church and like people will walk by and if I know them from, you know, just being around, it's like, uh-oh, it's in there. They've got that too. Or they grow beards or their hair changes or they just look different. Yeah. And I think, I think there's something to that. Uh, but that yeah. we can talk about that more later. Um, yes. Okay, I want to wa- I want to tell everyone to watch a movie that I just saw the other day. It's on Hulu. I don't know if you get Hulu down there. It's called Maybe I Do. And it stars a whole bunch of people that are famous um, that you would recognize, like Richard Gere. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> who, who would have thought? <laughs> Susan Sarandon. And then three, uh, Julia Roberts' niece, I think. Somebody, Emma Roberts, and a few other people. And, you know, big names. Um, so good. It's about marriage. It is about marriage. So I encourage everyone to see it. In fact, there are two, it's basically two couples that are married and then their kids that are going to get married. So it's a great movie. I want everyone to see it. It's on Hulu. Not like they're advertising to talk to me, but whatever. Um, (laughs) One day, soon. Um, Okay. Any last words to say? Because we'll have to catch you up with you in the next month or so. Um, No, just, I guess for people going through this, there's a lot of us out there going through it. I didn't realize how many people were going through something like this. Um, just stay true to yourself and don't let everyone else's opinions. I, I'm a big, I, I do this, but just don't let them get into your mind clutter. Um, how do you keep it up? I just keep busy. I've got things I do. I've got little bracelets I sort of flick. I've just got things. What do you do I... at night when it's time to go to bed and that bed beside you? Is I always bed? read. I always read at night. But um, I've done some good meditating and there's some really good meditations I've come across about cutting the cord lately, which is I think really helped me just with the distance. So, um, But, yeah, I always read at night. And sometimes I'll just read random books, but sometimes I think – it's it's very comforting the more you read about these situations we're in. So I've yep. been going through a lot of your suggested books and, yeah, so. Um, so yeah. remembering you just – I was talking to a woman earlier today, one of my wives, and um, <laughs> it's very it's, – it's about letting him be himself, leaving him alone because mm. he's, he's on his own journey. And yeah. if his journey has to take him to New Orleans, New Orleans, and then New York, and then Canada, and Alaska, the moon, let him go that way. Leave him alone. Mm. Focus on your lane. And what? And everyone's like, but I'm good. Are you? Are you good? Like, is everything really good? And it's to look back on all your relationships, like your relationship with your sister-in-law. Maybe you have a funky relationship with your friend from high school that you were buddies with. Look mm. back on those relationships and work on them to repair them so that things are good. You don't have to become best friends with them again. You just want peace in your life so that when you leave here, no one hates you. Everyone's like, oh, she's a great girl. 
Make peace with everyone in your life. And doing that is like learning a skill that you're going to have to have when your husband comes home. Because all this stuff gets uncovered and you're like, oh my God, I didn't deal with that. But if you've already rehearsed it over here with someone that you weren't really related to or cared about, it's practice. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's true. It's so true. Just be kind. Always. Always. Mm -hmm. And you said it earlier. Love is the only thing. Love is the answer. When you're confused, what do I do? Oh, love. It's the answer to everything. What were we going to say? I was going to say, and I think we just got to remember that everyone's, no one's perfect. We're all human. We all make mistakes. I made a mistake. My husband's made mistakes. Um, But as long as there's unconditional love there, that's what keeps us fighting, I guess. Yep. Keeps us fighting. (laughs) Keeps us... Well, fighting Keeps for the good cause. Fighting for <laughs> fighting for your family. Fighting for our marriage and everything. Your your family will be better when the two of yeah. you are together. Absolutely. And that's Absolutely. the part that people forget or miss out on. And yeah. it's worth it. People are like, I don't know if it's worth I talked to one lady today. She's like, I'm not sure if I should even should stand for this anymore. I'm like, your situation's not that bad. Like the <laughs> and people just judge it so harshly. It's like, give it time. Just work yeah. on you. I used to hate that. Just work on me. I'm perfect. What are you talking about? Turns out I was wrong. Um, <laughs> but working on you as like how we can always get better. I'm always yeah. learning. I will never, Absolutely. ever, ever be perfect. No one ever will. Mm. Just keep Absolutely. going and learning yourself. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So four long weeks road. from now. What would you say? It's, I said it's a long road. It's a long – it's a marathon. Yes. That's a great way of saying it. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. So we have, we have lots to talk about in a month. Hopefully you'll have some more stories for us that we can hear all about. Please keep track of them. Okay. Yes. Everything. Like stuff, stuff with your son, stuff with your daughter, stuff with your mother-in-law. You're going to tell us updates about your sister-in-law just so we can keep going on with what's it. Maybe your sister-in-law will get married again. We would like to know that. Okay. (laughs) We're wishing everyone well. Right. Yeah. Um, we don't judge. We let go. No judging, no opinions. You are not an attorney. You are just letting people be themselves. Worry about you. Right. I'm not really talking to you. I'm talking to everyone who's listening. You already know know. this. You're the smart one. Okay. (laughs) Tally, thank you so much for your time. I know everyone appreciates it. And please, if you're going to say anything negative, guys, put it in a comment about how you want me to solve it for you. And if you have any questions for Tali, please leave it below. Maybe I missed something. Maybe I didn't question her right. Please leave it in the comments below so we can talk about it next, whenever we talk next. If something comes up and you need to talk to me, please let me know, Tali. And we'll jump on earlier, okay? Okay. I love you dearly. Okay, thanks.